you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. NFL Now is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. We are also live in Chicago as there is a game tonight. Week 6 kicks off tonight. Live at Soldier Field ahead of the Bears wearing orange. And the Commanders, welcome to NFL Now on NFL Network. Game Day Edition from our newsroom in Los Angeles. I'm Andrew Siciliano. As we get to Thursday, more and more clarity about the injury situation for Sunday. Let's open this hour with some news on that front. We did not see a week ago tonight Jonathan Taylor on the field in Denver. Colts still somehow pulled out a victory. Memories of that game certainly fond. Ian Rappaport, Tom Pelissero. Tom, what's the latest on Taylor today as they get ready for the Jaguars? Andrew, after not practicing on Wednesday, Jonathan Taylor was back on the practice field today. He was out there running around. Certainly a good sign in terms of his progress back from that ankle injury that he suffered a couple of weeks ago. He missed that Thursday night game. No major damage to the ankle, but it was just too quick of a turnaround for him to be out there. So this is something where, from what I am told, he is still considered to be day-to-day, but it does seem like it's trending in the right direction in terms of his availability for Sunday against the Jaguars. Taylor is obviously a massive piece of that Colts offense. It also takes on added significance because their other running back, Naeem Hines, still in concussion protocol. He was on the practice field again today, still wearing a non-contact jersey. We'll see what the chances are, if any, of Hines getting cleared and have a better feel for that over the next 48 hours or so here. Okay, good one to the AFC South there. Colts and the Jaguars. Meantime, Ian, the, the Falcons-Niners is, as I said yesterday, one of those sneaky good games that would be made a lot better if Kyle Pitts took part in it. What's his status in Atlanta? I feel like all the Falcons games are good. They yeah. play hard. They're always tight. They're always kind of exciting. Uh, it does sound like Kyle Pitts has a more than good chance to be able to play in this one. Missed last week with a hamstring injury, which was somewhat surprising. But when you consider the fact that his usage hasn't exactly been, you know, it's not like he's been used a ton down the field. Maybe this is something that bothered him the first couple weeks. Just wanted to get a handle on it. Sit him down one week. Make sure he came back full strength. That is kind of where it stands. He practiced again today. Another positive sign for his availability. It was just supposed to be a one-week injury. 
Seems like you're going to see Kyle Pitts there on Sunday. Okay, let's turn to Thursday night football. The Commanders, as mentioned earlier, and the Bears at Soldier Field. You guys had a story earlier this morning, Ian, about William Jackson III, the corner who didn't play last week and did not make the trip to Chicago for tonight's game. What's that story? Yeah, they have had trade talks centered around William Jackson III, the former big-ticket free agent from just a year ago, 2021 offseason, signed a three-year, $42 million contract. They thought he'd be a big-time centerpiece of this defense. And now, according to me and colleague Mike Garifo and Tom Pelissero, uh, the William Jackson sounds like he would prefer a new home, prefer certainly a new scheme, seem, uh, seems to see himself as more of a man-to-man corner as opposed to a zone corner. They played zone more than 60% of the time. Just doesn't seem to be a great fit for him. So the commanders have had trade talks. There are interested teams, so it does appear that a trade would be likely here. Just $3.8 million as far as a salary cap for a team acquiring him, which, considering he's a starting corner, not so bad. Meanwhile, for the commanders, their quarterback, Carson Wentz, will start tonight against the Bears, despite dealing with what I am told is a biceps tendon strain that he suffered last week. It's an injury near his throwing shoulder, and there was significant doubt about Carson Wentz's availability for this game on the short week just a couple of days ago. Wentz coming off maybe his best game as a commander, threw for over 350 yards and a couple of touchdowns, albeit with the interception at the goal line at the end of this game. He was able to finish that game, but I'm told he is sore. He's not 100%, but he looked pretty good throwing the football during practice this week, although that was just in a limited walkthrough type of a setting. The hope here is that Wentz can get through this game tonight, obviously get a win, and then have 10 days to rest up because of the long week after the Thursday night game. It's Commander's offense that's shown they can be explosive. Third in the NFL in pass plays of 25 or more yards. Second in the NFL in wide receiver touchdowns, but they're beat up. Not just Carson Wentz, but no Jahan Dotson tonight. No Logan Thomas tonight. Their other breakout wide receiver from last week, Deami Brown, who had a couple of touchdown catches, listed as questionable with a groin. I'm told he is expected to play. Okay, it would be huge if they had him here. He certainly uh, made a difference last week. They just couldn't make the play at the end after that long drive. Thank you, Tom, and thank you, Ian. Look, Carson Wentz, as we get to Chicago and see lovely Soldier Field, Carson Wentz has made a lot of plays, but he's also thrown six picks. He also has seven total giveaways. You got to help the guy. You can't necessarily have him throw for 350 yards. And Ron Rivera, hi there. Mike Giardi live at Soldier Field. And Mark Ross, welcome back to the show as well. Ron Rivera kind of stepped in a little bit this week and said quarterback was the difference between his team and the other NFC East teams. Uh, How are they supporting Wentz there? Not only tonight, but big picture. Yeah, Andrew, not the easiest week for Carson Wentz and probably not what he expected. Bad enough to lose four in a row, but then to have your coach say that. And again, as Ron talked about later, I just didn't finish my thought. You know, I don't regret the trade at all. Carson's done some great things for us. We believe he will continue to do great things for us in the future. However, it created a little bit of a storm there for 24 to 48 hours. And I think one of the things that jumps out to you is how well Carson handled the entire situation. Didn't make a big deal out of it. Smiled through his press conference, and but talking to his teammates, they said, same Carson this week, no difference. And in fact, when I talked to Terry McLaurin on the phone, I said, Terry, what have you learned about Carson? And he said, the first thing that pops to mind is his resiliency. He said, it's physical toughness, as we just heard Tom Pelissero mentioning the, the biceps injury, but he's going to play tonight. And it's the mental toughness to be able to deal with this and other things over the course of his time 
with Washington. He said the other thing is he's a great communicator. He said he brings the wide receivers together as a group. He says we talk about the things that he wants to get done. We get on the same page. He said I think that's why you've seen us hit some big plays down the field because Carson put so much time into it. So all the things that we heard about Carson, the whispers, if you will, from other stops, haven't appeared to carry over to Washington. They, as Terry McLaurin told me, they back their guy, Mark. Well, and it's encouraging for Washington and, and discouraging that Ron Rivera came out with those comments and speaks to the dysfunction of that whole organization. But, man, Carson Wentz has been through more seven lifetimes of, of dysfunction in his career, what he's dealt with. But another way to help it is the defense has to step up to help him. And, you know, they are on the positive. They're seventh in the league in sacks. Uh, despite not having Chase Young available, but they're last in takeaways and they're six in point and giving up points per game. So this defense really has to step up and help out. The offense has shown signs of being prolific. Carson is fifth in yards passing, but the turnovers are a problem that we don't know if he can iron those out because this has kind of been the epitome of his game. But if the defense does create some more opportunities for the offense and holds, create some turnovers, which they haven't done up to this point. They've gotten the sacks, but they just haven't stopped teams and they haven't turned the ball over. So they'll have to step up as well, which is supposed to be Coach Rivera's specialty. So uh, a lot to be worked out there in Washington. Ron Rivera going back home to Chicago. Member of the 85 Bears on the staff as well. D.C. with Lovey Smith. When that team won an NFC Championship game, it eventually lost to the Colts in a rainstorm at a Prince concert in Miami. <laughs> Thank you, Mike Giardi. Thank you, Mark Ross. That is how we open up week number six. Uh, not that it's not a great week. It is a great week. But everyone has their eyes circled on this one. Right? CBS, 425 Eastern Time on Sunday. Bills, Chiefs for the fifth time in 24 months. And yes, a rematch of last year's game in which the Chiefs won it overtime of the playoffs and knocked them out for the second straight year. We've moved on. We're, we're ready to, to, again, focus on this week. And I know everybody in the media is going to make a big deal of, of it. But as players, you know, it really is just our next game on our schedule. It's the biggest one we're playing because it is the next one. Nothing that we did last year carries over to this year. So, um, we just got to go out there again into a hostile environment. We know how their crowd is. Um, it's a, it's a fantastic um, place to play in. It's uh, it's one of the special places you can play in in the league for sure. So um, looking forward to the challenge. And again, it's a, it's a a really good team that we're about to go play. The Bills season has been ended each of the past two years in January by the Kansas City Chiefs. Team seemingly James cannot finish Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Andrew, it's been their calling card since Patrick Mahomes came their starting quarterback. And you mentioned that game last year in that stadium behind me. I remember standing on the Chiefs' sideline with 13 seconds to go, and they're down three. And it's burned into my memory because nobody was hanging their head. Nobody was panicking. Nobody was worried. Mahomes was working the sideline, getting everybody ready. They go down in that 13 seconds, kick a field goal, and then end up winning it in overtime. And I was reminiscing about that with some players in the locker room a little while ago. And they told me, we never panic in those situations, even in this season, because of our Fridays with Eric Bieniemy, We spend 20, 30 minutes with him going over these can, scenarios can that maybe may not happen at any point in this season, but we will be prepared for them if that's what ends up happening. And they were prepared for it in the divisional round. They prepared for it the way things have gone, and it stems from Patrick Mahomes. I was talking to Chief Safety Juan Thornhill about a half hour ago, and we were kind of talking about Gabe Davis 
and Stefan Diggs. And he said they're, they're both number ones. But then he also has other options. But he said we're used to practicing in training camp against the only other guy that plays the position like Josh Allen, and that's Patrick Mahomes. He said in the secondary, we have to be ready for this explosive passing attack because anywhere he is on the field, he can throw it to any other green patch of grass on across the field. So they know from going through camp what it is like going against Josh Allen. But again, he said stopping him is a different story. Specifically, if he runs the football, he said that is the biggest thing for us as a secondary, Andrew. He said we can't come up and try to make a play and tackle because he's going to burn us deep. Sounds a lot like their quarterback. Big game, (laughs) James Palmer there in Kansas City. Live television. It's always fun. Coming up next, Tom Brady says he's frustrated with what? We'll tell you. Coming up. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, In the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, <laughs> hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that saying? with Some everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts.
NFL Now, NFL Network. That is Tom Brady after the Buccaneers held on and barely beat the Falcons last week, 21-15. Now they have to move on to Pittsburgh to face the Steelers and find a way to maybe put a game away because they couldn't do it last week. I think we're just going to work at it every day and, you know, get to be as good as we can possibly be. I think that, you know, what we can be and compared to other years where I've been here, I don't think that's really um, what a goal is. I think we got to maximize our potential. And there's a different team, different group of guys. I don't think any of us have played to the level that we're capable of. And, um, you know, we're going to keep pushing at it and try to put a little pressure on each other to bring the best out of us. Sarah Walsh among those talking to Tom Brady earlier inside. Now she's outside. Hi there, Sarah, at One Buck Place. As Brady speaks of, of frustration, a common refrain. But what is he frustrated about now? Well, let me put it into perspective. Aside from the weather that's happening here in the Tampa Bay area right now, it is not all gloom and doom in Tampa. Tom is a perfectionist, right? So he is going to pick apart every little thing. And there's a pervading feeling throughout this entire offense that they've really left a lot of points out on the field that this offense as a whole can play better. You heard Tom talk about the fact that they haven't been out there a lot together as a unit. There's been injuries they've been dealing with. Byron Leftwich today told us that he believes that they are close. The offensive coordinator says if they can continue to have guys out there healthy and going. Leftwich was also asked about Tom's frustration level because Tom's a guy, it is win now mode here in Tampa. And how frustrated does Tom get when it's new guys and he has to trust them? And Leftwich sort of joked, he said he's 45 years old. How's your patience when you get older in life? Now, he was kidding because then he went on to say that when you see Tom Brady frustrated, and he said, when you see Tom frustrated on the sidelines, usually he said Brady is frustrated with himself because he is a perfectionist. He always feels that things can be better, and certainly this offense shares that mentality. Brady, by the way, a lot was made about his record against the Falcons. He's never lost them. He's beaten them a ton of times. By the way, he goes into Pittsburgh with a 12-3 and record, Andrew, against those Steelers. Okay, I understand their frustration. I, I, I totally get it here. But the Bucks defense also kind of let a Falcons team that didn't have Cordero Patterson get back in that game. They did, and it's why in the locker room after that game, the Bucks won, and they're okay with winning ugly, but they didn't love it. I mean, they were close to pitching a shutout. They were up 21-0 in the fourth quarter before the Falcons even scored a point. So, no, they did not feel great about how especially that fourth quarter went, but there was a litany of injuries, and not to make excuses, but it was troublesome that at one point in the fourth quarter and in that second half, they lost three DBs. They lost Carlton Davis, their number one corner. They lost... Sean Murphy Bunting, they lost Mike Edwards. So here's the big picture. Sean Murphy Bunting is probably the biggest question mark, and it would not be surprising if he doesn't go this weekend. He had an MRI in his quad. Those results have not been shared with us. I can tell you I watched Carlton Davis at practice today, the portion that was open to the media. He looked okay and that he would be good to go, and Todd Bowles has downplayed Mike Edwards' situation and believes that he's going to go. So it looks like of those three guys, Sean Murphy Bunting might be the only one not playing. On the flip side, the Steelers' defense obviously dealing with the massive, massive loss of T.J. Watt right now. And I asked Byron Leftwich, when you prepare for the Steelers' defense, how much does the defense change without him? And he said, look, there's no question when a player of that caliber isn't on the grass, it's a big change. And he said that's why he is one of the best in the world and the timely plays that he forces to make happen. So I think everyone understands the Steelers are dealing with much more significant issues over there on their defense. And, and this is a Steelers team that – has struggled without Watt. 0-8 oh, 
in games that he is unable to play, Andrew. So they're still trying to come up with a solution for his absence on that side of things. Over multiple seasons, one of which included T.J. Watt and some other starters sitting out. But the fact is they haven't won without him. Sarah Walsh there live in Tampa as the Bucs get ready to go up there and face a rookie quarterback in Kenny Pickett. How about these stats since 2014 head-to-head with the rookie quarterbacks? I say since 2014 because the last guy to do it was Geno Smith with the Jets. Week 7, 2013. Geno Smith into the conversation here back when he was a second-round pick out of West Virginia. Mark Ross back with me. This is not easy here. For Kenny Pickett, Todd Bowles defense, a rookie quarterback. I mean, last week the Bills mark, and this week this. The scheduling uh, gods, Mike Tomlin did not do him any favors, Kenny Pickett, with these last two weeks. And you always hear the talk about rookie quarterbacks of when is the right time to get them in. And really, there is no right time. And when you look at young guys, young rookies, and we had Donovan McNabb when he was a rookie, and Eli Manning in even year four, they're going to have some bad games. You know, they're going to have their ups and downs. And those guys struggled uh, even then and turned out to be great players. So what you really look for in Kenny Pickett tomorrow, the rest of the season, are the other, the toughness. Is he have the, does he have the poise? Does he have the moxie? Is he not afraid of the situation while he develops the football skills? So you can really see those signs in your star quarter, your young quarterback, if they're going to be productive, if the team believes in them. So it's really the aura of those players that you're really looking for with Kenny Pickett. Look, tomorrow's going to be tough for him. They might not score again or score three points. Didn't score last week. They might not do it again. But it's all those other things, Andrew, that you have to look for in Kenny Pickett. And last week, he showed that he wasn't afraid, and that was his first start. I would expect to see more of the same of Kenny Pickett of whatever Tampa brings at him, he's going to keep getting up. And he's going to keep fighting. Seven consecutive games against teams that either had a winning record last year or this currently right now for Kenny Pickett to open up his young NFL career. Thank you, Mark Ross. The Packers have never lost back-to-back regular season games under Matt LaFleur. Something to keep in mind. Also something to keep in mind, those big off-season purchases we told you about for six months. Um, Can we now look back on some of them and say they're mistakes? Mark Ross will tell you. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. 
With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. So, the Broncos play Monday night. They have lost their last six Monday night games. There's also the issue of Russell Wilson and his shoulder. Let's get more information on that by going to our guy who lives in Denver and covers them a lot. But right now, James Palmer is in front of Arrowhead ahead of that game on Sunday afternoon. What do we know about Russell? Well, we know he's dealing with this shoulder injury where he had an injection, Andrew, and we know that it's a lat in his shoulder, and it's been bothering him now for roughly two games. Well, he had this extended break here with the Thursday night game leading into the Monday game, and he believes his shoulder is getting better each and every day. He just addressed the media a few minutes ago. Nathaniel Hackett said he's been very impressed with how Russell Wilson has worked so hard to get this shoulder as close to 100% as possible. Our estimation is it's not going to be 100%, obviously, but he has been working to get it as close to it as possible. They're not adjusting practices I'm told by any means and he's not going to miss any time but he does need to get this offense back on track with Nathaniel Hackett and they use this weekend to go over everything offensively and they believe just too many negative plays on first and second down far too many drops second in the NFL on drops they think they're very good on third down Russell Wilson has said this Nathaniel Hackett has said this it's just too many third and longs that they've been in third and short they're fine and then flip the script over to the Chargers and getting after Russell Wilson and they have really struggled getting after the quarterback opposite of Khalil Mack with Joey Bosa out. It's really Kyle Van Noy there trying to get some of the pressure, and it just hasn't been there opposite of Mack. Brandon Staley believes that he wants Mack not to try to put too much pressure on himself, try not to do too much, Andrew, while Joey Bosa is out. They don't want him to do that now and then expend himself for later in the season. But that game up front is going to be interesting with Russell Wilson a little banged up. Absolutely, against a Chargers team coming off a huge win this past week. All right, let's move on to an article right now on NFL.com that Mark Ross wrote. It's really good. It's really good. Because we spend the entire offseason talking about these huge moves that will change the fortunes of franchises. And a lot of them just haven't worked. Now, we go through this every offseason, Mark, but this past offseason was, you know, in many of our eyes, like the craziest offseason of all time. We're going to start with Russell Wilson. He is number one on your list. What's the story there? Well, you got to start with Russell, right? Just because of the $245 million, Andrew. So it's not just the play, but it's the money that that you're investing in him and what you expect to get out of that. And right now, you know, Russell Wilson, Wilson, Denver-led offense, that's 31st in the league in scoring. When you watch them play, they struggle to move the ball. We've seen the mistakes from the coaching staff and Russell. 
And the issue with Russell, when I watched him last year, when he, he was early in the season, Russ was cooking, had the finger injury, came back, did not look the same. And he looks like that same sort of player now. Last year was excused because of the injury, but the vision is not there. Uh, he's not seeing the field. He's not making plays against pressure and that magical Russ playmaking ability where he always seems to get out of things and, and make big time plays down the field. He's not that sort of athletic playmaker anymore. So the issues that I see with Russell, uh, I, I think, are going to persist. And unfortunately for Denver fans, uh, you might have to get used to how that Denver offense looks right now. You also have Matt Ryan on that list, who, who was the, the winning quarterback this past Monday night. And I watch Matt Ryan, Mark, and I wonder – Let's say he had gone to, to Cleveland and they could protect him. Would he be better? Is this a protection issue in Indianapolis, or has he lost it off his fastball? Well, yeah, I, I thought Matt Ryan's been cooked for a few years now, Andrew. And look, Indianapolis is supposed to be the rehab facility for quarterbacks, right? But they just haven't been rehabbing quarterbacks from Carson Wentz and, and Phillip Rivers. And Matt Ryan, I thought, just has lost the last few years. He's never been the most mobile, but... 21 sacks leads the league. Even when he's protected, he's got 11 fumbles. He's got seven interceptions. And it's just not there where he's seeing the field and can and be able to step in there and make plays like he used to. Any Falcons fan will know over the last few years the roller coaster of Matt Ryan and not being able to produce. So, unfortunately, what older quarterbacks that I've evaluated for my career, once they hit the wall, they don't come back, Andrew. Also on the list, Allen Robinson, Chandler Jones. It's a good list. Eight names on it. Recommend everyone check it out. NFL.com slash Ross, Mark Ross, keeps receipts. Don't know if the teams did. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. NFL Now continues, and we do so by putting the Rams in the spotlight. How can they fix things? They need to this week before they're by. That story coming up. So it's a new era here for the Carolina Panthers coming up on Sunday. Baker Mayfield likely out. P.J. Walker likely in. Trade deadline's coming up November 1st. Christian McCaffrey's got a new head coach. It's Steve Wilkes on an interim basis. Earth keeps spinning, man. You know, you got to come come to work. You know, they're not canceling the season. So, uh, you know, every day, I think Coach Wilkes said it best, you got to win the day. Um, you're not guaranteed anything in this league. So just about showing up every day, putting in the right amount of work and doing everything you can to help your team win. We can confirm the earth keeps spinning, man. Caleb Burton here on the Ram side. Ian Rappaport with some Panthers perspective as well ahead of this one on Sunday. Steve Wilkes on an interim basis here. Unpack what David Tepper said a couple of days ago, Ian, about Wilkes' shot for the job and I guess the future here moving forward. Yeah, as far as Wilkes' potential future and really an opportunity to interview for the head coaching job would owner David Tepper insinuated is that if they have a really good end to the season, if they look better, if they kind of impress more and put a better product on the field, then Steve Wilkes should be able to get an interview. Interims are almost always interviewed. I would be surprised if it doesn't happen. What's interesting here, guys, is that Steve Wilkes came in and immediately fired defensive coordinator Phil Snow. They got a pretty good defense, but clearly he is one of the guys that Matt Rule brought in, a sort of confidant and lieutenant of Matt Rule's Wilkes wanted to make sure that he had his imprint on the defense. He has been in the NFL a very good defensive coordinator. And Al Holcomb, uh, who is also on the defensive staff, he now takes over as the defensive coordinator. But Wilkes has usually called the plays when in this situation I would expect him to call the plays here as well. The main thing is you are going to see more of the Steve Wilkes product on the field. But obviously, so much of the question is what are they going to do on offense and the fact that they have now their 
Uh, Third-string quarterback, essentially, as their starter, makes it a little more challenging, but we'll see what P.J. Walker can end up bringing. And Sean McVay admits there are some unknowns there specifically about the defense. But regardless here, you have a backup quarterback, you have some turmoil with the other team, Kayla. It's a chance for the Rams to get a much-needed win before their bye. Oh, certainly. And as Ian just mentioned, linebacker Bobby Wagner is expected to be matched up against uh, P.J. Walker, who really is about to get if he is going to play and start on Sunday, his third career start. Bobby Wagner also said that they are still watching tape on Baker Mayfield in case anything pops up there. But this is a perfect opportunity for the Rams' defense to show up. We know we've been talking about the Rams' offensive struggles with their injuries on their offensive line. But defensively, Aaron Donald, the three-time defensive player of the year, he has already had four sacks this season, two coming in last game against the Cowboys. Bobby Wagner, also the only other Rams player uh, with multiple season sacks right now. And you know who also got his first career sack? Do you know? Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey, yeah. He got his first career sack. Aaron Donald went right up to him right after he took down Cooper Rush, and he said, was that your first sack? And he goes, yeah, man, he was hype. And Bobby Wagner was laughing yesterday in the press conference, not really knowing that that was his first career sack. So they're celebrating that. But as Ian mentioned, they're going up against really a third-string quarterback here, and they are ranked last, the Panthers, in total offense. This is a perfect opportunity for this defense to step up, given their offensive struggles. One other thing I'd like to add here in the offensive side of things with the Rams, big question has been about what Odell Beckham Jr., where is he at in this free agency, or excuse me, as he is a free agent in that conversation. And head coach Sean McVay addressed it, saying that he loves Odell Beckham Jr. He has had plenty of conversations and dialogues with him. Uh, And he says his last or the final um, offer that he just had may not be their last one. We'll stay tuned on that one as the Rams hope to get Van Jefferson back as well after the bye, which, again, would be next week. Thank you, Ian. Thank you, Kayla. Rams and the Panthers coming up on Sunday. Time for one more thing before we go about redecorating in Miami. Straight ahead. It is a game day, and there's no baseball. There's football tonight. It's the Commanders. It's the Bears. It's NFL Plus. It's Prime Video. It's week six. It has arrived. Watch it. Love it. Time for one more thing before we go. Ian Rappaport's going first. Yesterday, esteemed colleague Cameron Wolf brought us some important Dolphins ping pong news. Turns out that Mike McDaniel said they took the ping pong table out so they could really focus on the next game rather than have some sort of distraction. Well... Tyreek Hill said today that actually he ordered a special Dolphins ping pong table to replace the previous one. So they are getting a new ping pong table. They won't use it as a distraction. True story, ping pong is my best sport. I uh, awesome. I, it's my best sport as well. I'm amazing. Randy Daytona, though, is not walking through that door. Tom Pelissero, one more thing. Shout out to Blink-182 for scheduling their first U.S. concert with Tom DeLonge in the band in a decade right here in the Twin Cities. And more important, doing so the week after the 2023 NFL Draft ends. So, Ian, mark it down on your calendar. Thursday, May 4th, you're doing the news on Total Access. I'll be at the Rock Show. Are you going to be up on stage? And will Tom DeLonge bring the aliens? That's what I want to know. Will there be UFOs? No? We now know they exist, thanks to him. There you go. 
Kayla, one more thing. All right. I got the rim. Shout out Glendale's Hoover High School in California. These two, Fatima and Nelly. Fatima is a junior. Uh, Nelly is a freshman on the right there. They joined the press conference yesterday asking Bobby Wagner questions, Sean McVay questions. They were just fantastic. So shout out those guys. Bobby Wagner was asked about his favorite non-football uh, memory. It's his basketball memory, dropping 26 points at Colony High School in California. There Bam. Bobby Wagner, great things in the community. Not all of them promoted, but here, pretty cool to have a couple of student journalists there at the Rams press conference. Backing up to our top story, Tom Pelissero believes in Blink-182 and Aliens. God. I believe in one of the two. You got to figure out which. See ya! NFL Now is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Com slash compatibility.